Hello, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports, giving you the NFL wrap-up. And so over the weekend, well, actually over the course of last weekend, the weekend, we've kind of been hit with a few different um, big topics coming from the NFL. Now, granted, the NFL Combine is coming. The Combine will be here next weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you'll be getting a taste of the NFL Combine. It's time to start the new season. It's here. And if you're like one of the NFL enthusiasts and you're like, you know what? I really love the NFL. That's my thing. This is where you get started. There's already some news coming out of the NFL, some big trades already happening, but the NFL Combine is our first taste to understand who we're going to be dealing with in the future. And what do I mean by that? Well, there's a few different people who people are going to be really intrigued to see. Lamar Jackson is one of them. He is the polarizing quarterback out of Louisville. Some call him Vic 2.0. Some people call him the next Robert Griffin, you know, wannabe, the next Robert Griffin flake. And he won't actually be anything in the league. They're saying he should possibly move. Bill Pullian from the OGM for the Colts is saying he should probably move to wide receiver or something like that. And some people are saying that that comment is racist. Well, guess what? All those comments, all those speculations, all that stuff will go by the wayside if he goes to the combine and really shows his stuff. But he's not really know. He doesn't really know if he's going to throw yet. And he hasn't said if he's going to throw at the combine, but he probably will be running, though. And so if he's running and he runs something like a 4-2-40, a 4-4-40, people are going to get excited about that. They want to see what the kid has. And then if he decides to throw after that and he throws well, it's going to be something. People are going to be watching. They're going to be wondering. News will be coming out about the NFL next week, and you want to be a part of it. But that's all next week. All that stuff is coming. This week, here's what happened. Big trade out of... Kansas City and if you are paying attention to Trackstar Sports you've already heard about this because we have our Chiefs correspondent Will Smith I know he's delivered passionate talks about what's happening with the Marcus Peters trade Marcus Peters was traded to the Rams details about the trade has come out and the Rams got Marcus Peters and according so according to um, Ian Rappaport it was the Rams get Peters um, in exchange for the Chiefs 2018 fourth round pick and the Chiefs 2019 second round pick. No, I'm sorry. I messed that completely up. Let me say that one more time. The Rams will get Peters and the Chiefs get the Rams 2018 fourth round pick and the 2019 second round pick. That's how that goes. But according to Adam Schefter, it was a little bit different. And there's a little bit more added on to what the Rams will get. So the Rams, according to Adam Schefter, will get Marcus Peters and a 2018 sixth-round pick from the Chiefs in exchange for a 2018 fourth-round pick and a 2019 second-round pick from the Rams. And it seems like the big two items in this trade are Marcus Peters for 2019 2019 second round draft pick (sighs) for me highway robbery highway robbery um robbery to the um 10th degree if if it's anything pennies pennies they get in exchange for marcus peters who is clearly a top three cornerback in the league right now if not number one you do not want to throw to this man's side when he's on the field you just don't the reason you don't is because not only does he threaten you by picking it off but he has the agility speed moves to make it all the way to the end zone he's pick six ready to happen he's clearly one of the best and the rams already have a really 
really, really good defense. And now to that great defense with that great defensive line and the and secondary with LaMarcus Joyner. And if they're able to keep Tremont Johnson, then you're talking about having one of the best defenses in the league, along with that extremely potent offense with the revitalized Todd Gurley. The Chiefs, oh, man. Needless to say, Chiefs fans are angry. Um, SB Nation, Arrowhead Pride, here's what they tweeted out. Chiefs fans are already tweeting at KC Police to report a robbery at one Arrowhead Drive. That's where the um, Chiefs do the most of the operating. Chiefs, the Kansas City Police, in turn, tweeted out, we have riot gear available if needed. Because they know what they're getting ready for. There's going to be a riot at wherever one Arrowhead Drive is. And the reason is because the Chiefs just gave away one of the best cornerbacks in the league. And you guys know how this goes. It's so hard to replace cornerbacks. It's extremely tough to replace the cornerback. And because it's so tough to replace cornerbacks, then, I mean, you can't just give them away for nothing. For 2019 second round draft picks, nothing. It's nothing. And so I understand. I I did some kind of digging on what was going on with Marcus Peters. And I understand that some of his ways are not my ways. I'm going to just say that. He He is wild. The kid is wild. Judging from his Twitter history, Wild. Judging from what I see on the field, wild. The kid is out there. He's really he's a, he's a bit of a chubby chaser. He's, he's a misogynist. He's a bit of a, he's a lot. He's a lot. The question is, how much of that stuff is forgivable? And for the Rams, they're like, yo, I don't care what he does outside. And, and him being a chubby chaser is not a crime. Don't get me wrong here. But with the stuff that he says about women, of about plus-size women, the stuff that he says that he does, is it is outright it's derogatory. It's like appalling. It's like, oh my gosh, it's not safe for work. It's crazy. You kind of have to pay attention to what type of person he is. He has bad character. No good character with this individual. However, he is one of the bombest football players out there. He is one of the best cornerbacks in the league. You don't give him away for a second round draft pick, especially in 2019. I mean, golly, they're probably thinking, hey, the Rams will revert back to their old ways no matter who we give them. So let's just push this out a year. Well, at least get a first round draft pick for Marcus Peters. I mean, golly, but whatever. So um, end of the day, Rams got better. Chiefs will get better maybe later. Not sure. I think they lose this trade. Hands down. I think they lose this trade. And so let's move on. Blake Bortles. Yes. I am saying Blake Bortles got a contract renewal. He did. He got a contract renewal for three years, $54 million. I know. I, I, I know. You're probably like, what? I, and you probably already heard it. But if you hadn't, this is shocking and, and appalling news to me, to me too. I was like, what? Why? Find any reason to get rid of Blake Bortles. But don't award him. I mean, not award him. I'm sorry. Reward him. Why would you do that? Why would you give him more money to come and be horrible again? I don't understand it. But here's what Tom Coughlin said. He said, Blake's growth and development last season was a key to the success we had as a team. Blake has proven with toughness and dependability that he can be the leader this team needs going forward. Along with this contract comes a lot of expectations that he will continue to improve and help our team accomplish his ultimate goal. (sighs) Tom, I know what you said here, and I get it. 
I get it. You think he'll continue to improve. You think that through the contract, maybe, you know, he gets better. You love what you saw towards the end of last year. He was calm, collected. He was like a company guy. And, and I know what he's also thinking. He's thinking, hey, maybe this Philly model works. What's the Philly model? It's the great defense, which they already have. Average quarterback and a great running game. So look for him to possibly add some more weapons to their running game. That's probably where they're going. And don't be surprised if, if Darius Geis is sitting there, they might pull that plug. <laughs> they may pull that plug and then reinvent that LSU um, running game that was happening down there in, in SEC. Either way, they may try to add more running backs to the fold to try to really get that whole Philly feel. At the end of the day, this is a mistake by the Jacksonville Jaguars. If, you ask, if you're asking me, it's a mistake. I know that they drafted him third in 2014, and they really want to continue this investment that they've made in him. But this investment has not panned out at all. He's not really shown on the field that he is a phenomenal quarterback or the type of quarterback that can move on. What dispels to me is that they're probably going to draft somebody, but they're going to draft somebody who may need two or three years to develop. You know who that person may be? We mentioned him a little bit earlier, Lamar Jackson. I think he'll be great in that system. They love to run the ball. He loves to run the ball. They love to protect the ball. He did really well throwing a lot of touchdowns, not a lot of interceptions. He did really well with that. And he's very explosive with that great running game that they have, Alinda Fournette, and some other weapons they could possibly add. You may be looking at a very, very strong Jacksonville team in the future and two years that they believe that they may need to, to kind of get Lamar Jackson going. And should he be available at, I think they're drafting pretty late in the draft, right? So maybe 27, 28. So should he be available during that time? Absolutely, he will be according to all the draft experts who sim- who b- seemingly believe that Lamar Jackson will even be available in the second round. So I don't see him making it past the first, and I definitely don't see him making it past the Jacksonville Jaguars. So on to more news. That's two things, Marcus Peters and Blake Bortles. The other thing is Tom Benson, um, the 90-year-old owner of the New Orleans Saints, was hospitalized last week, and he remains in intensive care, getting taken care of. He's he's getting care for the flu. He's in stable condition right now, so we'll be hoping for some good news coming out of New Orleans that he's back and up on his feet. This is... This has been a lot to talk about, and I love it, though. I absolutely love it. So I can't wait until next week. You know what's happening next week. It's the combine, and there's going to be 40 times floating all over the place, and there's going to be people who failed the Wonderlick test. And, and if God forbid Lamar Jackson fails the Wonderlick test, God forbid any of the top quarterbacks, because there's a ton of t- top quarterbacks this year. This is a quarterback-heavy draft. Josh Rosen will be there, um, Baker Mayfield. Every All the top quarterbacks are throwing this year, too. They're, they're stepping up to the challenge. They're not waiting until their pro days. They're saying, we're throwing this year. Word's still out on Lamar Jackson, but the top four quarterbacks who are out there, all four of those guys are throwing, and it is going to be something to behold. They're going to be critiqued and criticized. You're going to see a ton of it. You're going to hear what comes out of their interviews, and you're going to see what they score in the Wonder League test because that's the end-all, be-all for all things quarterback, right? (laughs) Either way, I'm super excited about what's going to happen with the NFL and how we're going to see the next season unfold, or at least start to unfold. Get ready, people. Get ready. I'm ready. This has been Rick Sincere with the NFL Wrap-Up. Talk to you next week. Goodbye.